Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gina. And I'm not John. And uh, this is episode 38, 38. for uh, the 1st of July. The 1st of July, yeah. Welcome to a new month. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting week with the holiday and the the way yeah, movies the release are releasing of, around the holidays. Well, Spider-Man, at least at my theater, uh, releases on the 2nd as a midnight release. Yes. It comes and out on so, the 2nd, and yeah, there's an actual midnight release at, at the yeah, at my local yeah, theater. Yeah, midnight at, yeah, I, I'm going to go see the 10 o'clock showing to, uh, on on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And see, here, see that. It's, it's all... It's all during the day on Tuesdays available, and yeah, I think I think it's probably and at twelve oh one on Tuesday morning. Show. Is yeah it starts, so yes, yeah, Spider Man is definitely going to be the fantasy movie league thing to go because it's going to have just such an extended weekend. I I don't know how much that's going to get counted in it though. I yeah I just I don't know I don't know because box office box office they always count it like after the fact they count Friday stuff on Saturday. They got Saturday stuff on Sunday, and they count Sunday stuff on Monday. I mean, they literally will only have the stuff posted by Tuesday when this movie comes out. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they break it up to, like, very specific days. You know, Tuesday between the hours of 9 and 10. <laughs> I don't know. So they might break it up to individual days, and you've got to pick the days to They're go probably going to break it up into Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm sure at least that, if not Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, they, it doesn't it doesn't lock until Friday, so uh, you could technically look at the Thursday projections. But that's it. true about a lot of movies for midnight releases. I'm just the, all pre-screening and everything. As soon as the midnight release midnight release comes out, all journalists are able to post their opinions on stuff. If there's any kind of embargo. Right. I just so you can technically do that every Friday morning. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the the Tuesday through Thursday will be in the, the stuff at all. I think Friday counts anything that happened before Friday. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, because that makes a big difference right here. But anyway. anyway. Um, Let's go ahead and get into Fantasy Movie League. Let's not. Let's do. <laughs> so, Gino, who, as of last week, was in third place? Uh, so, of last week, since I had won everyone so far this week. No, I no, mean, no, month, no. Let's not talk season. about it like that. Let's talk about I was in first. who went from third place, who picks the perfect bracket. Yeah. And goes all the way into first place. Not only first place, but also winning by, like, what is it? $50 million? Something Are you like up that? that much? $141 million Is how much my total is. Oh, you mean for the week? For the week, yeah. Just for the week. No, no, no. This, ver- this barely bumps me, actually, into first place. Yeah. I thought like for the overall, yeah. Overall, I am ahead by just seven million. Yeah, 
But I was in third place. That's true. I was in third place. No, but that's this 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 fifty million dollars that I just won. Yeah, over you, every everyone is really what did it. it you, was, know, you know, it's bullshit. Every, everybody did back yesterday is really what it boiled down to. My don't underestimate the Beatles. My uh, my fantasy movie league is pretty much the same thing. I just have John Wick instead of Rocket Man. Like it's at one hundred thirty six thousand one hundred seventy five. For for the official league, official league, yep. not our individual league. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And how, what was your final total on that? You you couldn't be off by that much. Uh, one thirty six, one seventy five. One thirty six. Yep. But Rocket Man was the thing to go with. Apparently. Yep. But I got seventeen million dollars for each yesterday, plus the two million for the best performer, um, and then. Three or nearly four million for Rocket Man, and then five million for Perfect Cineplex. And so, yeah, so my bonuses were nearly twenty million. Yeah, I was looking to see if maybe it'll change, and doesn't look like it will. I don't think so. I think this is pretty close to what it's officially going to be. I mean, honestly, like when it goes to most of our weeks, eighty-five million dollars that you and Becca basically have is a really good week. Yeah, I really, I, I, I knew yesterday was going to do pretty well, but it's like, okay, this will get me on track, and I might, I might make it to second place. But it just did gangbusters this weekend. It blew mm. Annabelle out of the water, and I thought Toy Story would have a lot more play than what it did. And it was just priced so cheap. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I was able to literally fill my entire bracket up yesterday. Yeah, this is like when I got the perfect Cineplex with uh, Super Troopers 2 and just took all of Super Troopers. Yeah, I, I grossly underestimated that too, yeah. But yeah, don't underestimate the Beatles. I knew it was going to actually do well. I just didn't expect it was going to make as much money as it did. Yeah. Um... You, you didn't go and see it, did you? No, you didn't. You no, were talking no, no. about I do, that you were one. I do you... plan on seeing it. I I actually had a very busy weekend, and I've actually not been in my house basically all weekend. Gotcha. And so it's not an option, but I do plan to take you know Sarah out to see it sometime this week, if not next week. We will see it before it leaves theater. Yeah, I I would like to see it as well. Sarah's um, really interested in it. But with uh, Spider-Man, that's what I'm seeing first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing Spider-Man Tuesday night. July 2nd, Tuesday night. Yep. I was looking for tickets for Tuesday night, and, like, everything is already gone. Yeah, I bought them, like, a month ago, as soon as it was available. Yeah. We'll probably go, like, Wednesday. But, yeah, it's uh, apparently doing really well in China already. Which usually means for the pirates, that means a copy is a common. Yeah. Um, if something releases early in China, it means that, oh, yeah. we've got to beat the pirates. That way uh, people actually go to the cinema. Yeah. Uh, generally, I think the Chinese ones are dubbed, though. Okay. I, I, and, and so, like, when you... You need English audio from somewhere... Okay, fair enough. To make That's it, probably why. Yeah. Okay. 
Because I know the Korean ones are just subtitles. Yeah, Korean ones are just English with subtitles. Yeah, or I, I assume that's what they are. If I ever saw a pirated <laughs> copy of any movie, which I have not, because pirating is illegal. And, and uh, causes a lot of people to become homeless. Is what it does. It's a horrible, horrible thing. It really affects all sorts of actors and stunt yes. performers and grips and image consultants and okay. everything. Yeah, all these people are homeless now because people have... <laughs> don't pirate things, is what I'm saying in a very apathetic tone. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I don't care if you pirate <laughs> shit. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so I have, I have blown things away when it comes to our yeah, Media you got Monday lucky. show. That's luck nothing. That's not luck. Perfect Cineplex. I am ranked... 380 out of everybody on uh, Fantasy Movie League. Where did... uh? Oh, no, I'm even better than that. I'm 226 out of everybody on the whole Fantasy Movie League. Nice. Let's see if it actually tells me how what far off What was your, off was uh, your tiebreaker? Let's see. Tiebreaker. Uh, I chose 56 million. It's 57,932. Is what yeah, it's at so currently. Not, yeah, I'm not off. I'm not that far off. 50, 50, I'm, I'm 59, actually. No, 59, oh, 89 million. So 59 million is, I'm, I'm over just by, what is it, a million? Two, uh, two million? You said 57? Yeah. So I'm, I'm over by two million on my tiebreaker. My tiebreaker for, the FML League was fifty-eight five thirty-six, so I'd been closer than you on the tiebreaker. Closer, yeah. <laughs> you just had one wrong pick on your Cineplex. Yep. All yeah. right. So let's talk about this for another tight ninety. <laughs> <laughs> what are you ranked uh, for like the week? Like just by choosing one wrong thing. Like what is your um, ranking? Where do I see that on the website? If you click on the main page, it'll say Fantasy Movie League, uh, June 30th, week rank. 13.06. Okay, so that much, that big of a difference. Yep. Wow, okay. I'm always blown away by the people who consistently, week after week, get like the perfect bracket and are off by just a couple million. Some people have a lot of time or have weird-ass metrics that they're going by but it's it's impressive how some people are able to hit the correct bracket time after time um, the guy that's in the lead lead had the perfect bracket and then a tiebreaker of 57 930 nice and how much did I say it was 57 932 he's off by 2000 he's off by 2000 wow Way to go, Darth Dan. Yep. At Darth Dan. If you, you want to join our fantastic fantasy yeah, join movie our, league, no, don't, Darth Dan, don't join. the password Darth is John Dan. with a capital J. Yes, that is the password. <laughs> no, all, all lowercase, and John is spell, spelled S-M-I-T-H. Seriously, no, don't. Anybody who is actually in the top 100, never join our league. We cannot compete with you. <laughs> Oh, ranked number 10 is Donald Trump at POTUS. 
Nice. So way to go. I'm glad you're doing something well. <laughs> that's the political thing of this episode. That's that's it. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. But yeah, I'm ranked 226 out of some, what is it, 8,000 people? I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of people playing. But anyway, yeah, if you want to join our Fantasy Movie League, the password is actually Gino, capital J, uh, capital G. <laughs> Thanks, Gino. Thanks. Capital G, lowercase E-N-O. Gino. Uh, and our league is Media Monday Show. So please, please come by. If you do really well, we'll probably kick you out because we're very, very sore losers, <laughs> a bunch of us. Um, but if, if, you, if you kind of miss it every now and then, and you know, move up or down consistently. We will probably keep you around. So yeah, come and join us. Um, do we want to go ahead and jump into some news? We don't have a whole lot on. Yeah. The um, um, biggest news is Endgame is returning to theaters. Yeah. So it's been it still, will... it's been still running. No, yeah, there's still plenty of theaters out there still running it. They, they're consistently getting people coming to theaters, which always actually blows me away. You'd think, like, they would have peak tickets, ticket time, and, like, you can go to see, like, a late showing of a Wednesday or something and pay nothing because they're obviously showing some of these movies to nobody, you know? Right. Just one person. And that always really weirds me out. There's been plenty of times where I've been the only person in a theater on like a Tuesday or Wednesday night and they're literally just wasting all of the electricity showing I wouldn't be surprised if a guy came to me and be like I'm sorry sir we're going to give you a refund but you can come back some other time but we're not showing this movie to just one person but I've seen a fair amount of movies that way and I just don't quite understand doing that but but anyway so Endgame is returning to theaters with a new in credit scene it, which also, everything that they've added new into it adds up to six additional minutes of content. And I don't think it's worth it at all. I think, I guess if you've never, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, if you're one of the few people out there who hasn't seen it, yes, go see it with the additional content. But uh, just wait until the, the Blu-ray comes out. It'll have that content on there probably. So, form of deleted scenes. Looking at things here. What week are we in here? That's the 20th through 30th. That's right. And then... Uh, the previous week. Okay, so to give you some ideas here. For week 9 of Avengers Endgame, they did 1.9 million. Okay. Almost 2 million. For week 10, this re-release... Uh-huh. They did 5.5. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of people went to the theaters to see this. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm in, I'm impressed. I mean, I mean, there are those people out there that have seen Endgame like a hundred times. Okay. I and don't why, think... I guess why wouldn't they go see it again? I don't know? think that it's those people who are seeing it. I think no. I, I think, think it's, it's people who have heard about the buzz the entire time. It's like, well, maybe I should go check out the movie. Well, there's and that, like, hey, and, and I think like, like, uh, like Beck and I have only seen it once, and we'd kind of like to see it again. Um, I mean, it doesn't sure. it doesn't cost me anything other than my time. 
Sure, um, fair enough. Which yeah. is a lot of time. <laughs> yes. But yes. I mean, you uh, also the, the cost of dignity from wearing that diaper for three hours. <laughs> but um, seriously, if there's ever a reason to bring back an intermission, Endgame is one of them. You know? Yeah. That's pushing the limits of I think any person reasonably able to sit and watch a movie. I would have appreciated an intermission somewhere in there to like have everybody go take a pee. Yeah. You know, 10 minutes. Like, literally put a counter up on the clock of, like, 10 minutes. Or a bomb somewhere in the movie that's counting down. And literally, you're watching a timer count down from 10 to 0. <laughs> and they cut immediately to the next scene without the bomb going off. I'd be fine with that. But, like, um... Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh... I, I think it's people who have seen it, like, once... I want to see it again and see this as an excuse to see it again more than the the people who've seen it a hundred times. They're probably seeing it again as well. But Yeah. See, I saw Spider-Verse twice. I don't really have that much interest in seeing in theaters in-game again. I saw it opening night, and I think that was good enough. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it when Sarah, when it comes out available on, you know, Blu-ray or on Netflix or whatever. Um... Because, yeah, I just I just don't think... Yeah, that... which is... Uh, it'll, it'll be out on digital on uh, July 30th. Okay, yeah. So I've got to wait just 30 days, and then I'll at least be able to see the same theatrical release copy. And if I want to see the additional six minutes, then I'll probably just have to wait a few more weeks, and then it'll be up on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, I think... I think I heard that the additional six minutes is... Like, um, I don't know. I think I read that it was, like, part of the new Spider-Man movie as well. Uh, maybe. I, I heard there's something involving the Professor Hulk. Yeah. That, too. Like, I think that's, like, five, I think that's, like, four of the additional six minutes. There's a new in credit. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I just, I don't think six minutes is worth another 12 bucks. Right. Unless you're planning on seeing the movie again. And then, yes, go, of course, go see the additional content. Right. I would like it, actually, if Disney would just say, oh, we're releasing six extra, six extra additional minutes. And it's just a bunch of stick figure drawings at the very end, like being like, rawr, rawr. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's like Thor, like telling the story in stick figures of like how he saved the day. And then I came in, and I cut his head off. <laughs> it's just a bunch of stick figures. I'd be fine with that. I, I think that'd be very... That's that's good. I think plenty of people would go see that. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, after protest, Netflix uh, has officially canceled Good Omens. That's a shame. Yep, um, and in retaliation, Amazon has canceled Stranger Things. So, <laughs> I'm getting tired of these streaming wars. Yes. But apparently over 200,000, it was like 20,000 or 200,000, Christians signed a protest asking Netflix to cancel Good Omens because of the blasphemy within it. Yeah. <laughs> and Netflix has agreed to cancel Good Omens, which is an Amazon original series. And when they tweeted this out, Amazon responded, fine, if you're going to do that, when we're canceling Stranger Things. Which just shows there is fun on the internet. Corporations yeah. can have some fun. 
I always like it when Wendy's does stuff like this. Like there, there, there are some people who are in charge of their social media that are doing a really fun job. Yeah. And I, I've enjoyed this very much. But it sounds like a bunch of grandparents have written in, yeah, like a letter to the editor, saying that they were upset by this. And I mean, Netflix is a good assumption. If you heard, oh, it's a streaming television series. Netflix is a very safe one to do. But I mean, come on. Somebody along the way had to have gotten their facts straight. Yeah. About this. And it just kept going. And I mean, after a while, I'm sure, like, Reddit and 4chan and all that, they started adding in signatures on the petition, too. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's have Netflix cancel good only. <laughs> but still, uh, this is a thing that happened over the past two weeks. And I thought it was very funny and entertaining. But it just, it just, it's very frustrating that people don't fact check at all anything on the internet, including what they're petitioning. Right. Um, do you have any other news? Uh, let's see here. I put in that, uh, Netflix has ordered a Sandman series. Yeah. Actually, Um, I, I learned about this through, like, following Neil Gaiman on Twitter, so. Okay. Good for him. He's doing really well. But he's uh he's like an executive producer of it. He's not the showrunner yeah. or anything like that. So I mean that's the way it was with uh, Good Omens as well, wasn't it? Like he was just an executive producer. I maybe. He was a showrunner on American Gods, I think, wasn't he? Uh yes. Or a scriptwriter at least. Yeah, I think so. Um but, so maybe it's but better yeah. if he's not as hands-on. Yeah, probably. Uh, I really like Neil Gaiman. I think uh, I, I enjoy. He's got a very enjoyable voice. I enjoy listening to his audiobooks. He's, I think he could have a fantastic career as a narrator. But the fact that he's able to write really good stories and they actually make some pretty good television. Yeah, am I pretty good? I mean, American Gods is drawn out. It's <laughs> it's very tiresome. But in general, like, a lot of his other stuff translate very well to the television. I enjoyed, uh... I actually enjoyed, uh, the cinematic version of Stardust. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the title of the movie. I I enjoyed the cinematic version of that more than I enjoyed his actual written story. I think it ended well and had better character development and everything. Uh, Yeah. But I think he's also, you know, given props to the scriptwriter or the screenwriter of that, of being like, hey, yeah, you, you did a much better job with my character. And he seems like all around a kind of cool guy. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy that he's doing really well. Yeah. Um, and one other thing of news that I've added, uh, the Directors Guild of America has officially announced that they won't allow streaming films unless they've had a theatrical release for at least, I think, two weeks before they're available to be streaming. Okay. Two weeks so, isn't like, that long. I know, but still, like, a lot of things that, like, Netflix has been doing has been, they do uh, simultaneously release. It's yeah. available in theater, but also it's available on the streaming platform because they don't want to screw over their, you know, subscribers. Which I'm sure plenty of people have gone to the theater and actually seen these things. And it also makes it a lot more difficult for smaller independent to get made because it's like, hey, Netflix is doing this and they're going to release it theatrically for two weeks. 
but it's going to be on their platform. You know, it just it just basically says we're not going to give you an easy time of putting a, uh, getting a movie out there. I think it's very outdated their their viewpoint. And Steven Spielberg is like a front runner on this. He really doesn't think that streaming yeah. movies should be available at all. But I think this is the compromise that they have to have a theatrical release. Uh, I think I think that's fine. It's okay. I just I I'm I'm worried about how far this could go. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, that's that's all I've gotten news for this week. Okay, we move on to some new releases. Yeah, let's go ahead and go for new releases. Okay, so Netflix has a show called Family Reunion. Uh, it has, uh, what's her face, Tia Mowry, is that her name, Mowry? The, oh, okay, the one of the Tia sisters. Tamara? Tia and Tamara Mowry, yes. Yes, it, it's just Tia. Yeah, actually, and, I think Tamara, I don't think she acts much anymore. Okay. One of them, I at least haven't, actually, I've not seen both of them in anything in a long time, so I guess it could yeah. be both of them acting very consistently, it's just... I only I'm only aware of like one of them, right? Or yeah, they could be doing like maybe they're doing the same job, you know, like the twins for they're just playing the same. Oh yeah, yeah, they're just they're just hopping back and forth. I'm looking this up now. Uh huh. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, so I'll I'll talk about that show while you're looking it up. It's about yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, a you show. Know, yeah. It's about a family who's from uh, Seattle who is moving to uh, like Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Um, to be near their family, so it's like you know, like Seattle people and now Southern people. Um. I don't know. Uh, that's that's really that's all I got. I tried to watch the trailer for it on the way on. I was driving. And I was trying to watch the trailer. I wasn't driving. I was I was riding. I'll I'll put that out there. Make okay, sure you understand enough. that I was I was not prepping the show while I was driving down the road. But I was prepping the show while I was riding down the road. Anyway, okay. I tried to watch the trailer, and for some reason, it was really quiet, and I I gave up and. Moved on to something else. Um, um, apparently, Tamara, um, she's gotten married or remarried a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had a consistent career. I mean, I'd say this is consistent. She's had two television series appearances in 2017. Uh, she was in a series uh, 2014, 2015. TV movie, 2012. Uh, TV movie 2012, mm-hmm. TV series 2011. Like she's actively acted within the past, yeah. Uh, you know, ten, fifteen years and everything. Um, her sister has a lot more consistent work, and it's a lot bigger stuff. And I guess that's why I'm more aware of her. She's currently filming two movies come out in 2019. She was in a television series 2019. 
uh, TV movie 2018, TV movie 2018, TV movie 2018, uh, TV series. Like she's she's had like in the same span of the past decade, she's had probably two to three times as much as her sister. So I guess that's kind of why I think that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. They're the same person. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Genetically, <laughs> everything. Fingerprints and everything. They're the ones committing crimes. That way they can have each other as an alibi. Well, we yep. were both working on this movie. Yes. Uh, okay, so, yeah. That's Family Reunion. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Nice tangent on that. we got to make it a tight 90. And then uh, there's a show called Blown Away. No, hear me out on this. This is this is okay, a okay. reality wait, wait, wait. competition this show. Is, this is Skinamax, right? Is what we're talking about. No. Reality competition show. On Pornhub. On Netflix. Netflix. Okay, so Netflix is going to have a rated R, a rated X offspin, where you're going to have to charge an extra $20. Called Blown Away. Okay, I see where you away. think this is. Yes. <laughs> All right. Realistically, what do you think this show's about, though? Blown away. Um, stunt performers. I'd, I'd tune in for that. Glass blowing. Glass blowing. <laughs> yup. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, actually, I'd probably watch this. I think glass, glass blowing is. Yeah, really, yeah. It's interesting, but thing. Yeah. it is not something you would expect to see a TV show on. No, no. Especially I not would... a like a reality competition show i mean you might as well i mean they make some amazing stuff i've watched some glass blowers like make some amazing stuff in like a matter of like five minutes you know so i mean yeah i, I mean i watch a crap ton of uh what's the knife show uh forged in fire uh-huh yeah i watch a crap t- i'll watch blown away yeah I, i'll watch probably an entire series of blown away <laughs> yeah right. that's that's fine that's fine i yeah i never i never greenlit it if I was a producer, I would have, you know, lost out on this one. But you know what? Now you're just talking about it. I, I will tune in. I'm going to tune in. All right. And then uh, there's a show called Extreme Engagement. See, I thought these two things went together. I thought it was blown away, Extreme Engagement. But I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Guy skydives out of something and his, you know, fiance to be you know, makes his face and makes things, you know, flash, you know, uh, stadium style. Will you marry me? But, uh... It turns out he doesn't have a shoot. <laughs> Wasn't that, uh... The, the plot of, uh, uh... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the... Where the Hillary's fiancé died? Oh! Skydiving. Yes. Yeah, he did. His chute fell to open. But I, I, it was on TV or something, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. So, what's extreme engagement actually about? <laughs> All right. So, extreme engagement is about a couple that gets engaged, and then they travel the world and learn about um, like traditions. Each and, other. And, like, different ways that, uh, like, people in other countries and things get engaged and get married. 
I would be fine with this if it was like a part two to The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Like people who literally know nothing about each other. And then they have to go throughout like this entire, you know, engagement okay. trek where they're going around the world and they have to do it. Like, yeah, you guys can break up after you get back, but we're going <laughs> to film every rough moment of you getting to know each other. I mean, this is meant to be like a, you, you learn about uh, traditions in different countries. Like engagement or like marriage? Engagement and marriage just... traditions, yes. Okay, okay. Is this like a famous couple or something? No. Or is this just a bunch of random couples? I think it's just a, a normal couple. Okay. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm probably not the demographic on this. I'm yeah, gonna be watching like, I'm, I'm kind of interested be... in it. I, I'm interested to see, as someone who just got married within the last year, I'm interested to see how... how other people around the world do it. I just think there's probably a nice documentary out there that does this, where it's you know, not a, just a couple like a couple of white people just going about being all like, "Oh wow, that's so interesting." Oh, I could never do that. Maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. It just it just seems a little pandering. But you know, tune in. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to be watching Blown Away. Yes. All right. Uh, are you familiar with what is it? It's like True something Rainbow. Oh yeah, we watch a lot of True. Yeah, so this is True Tunes, which is like songs from True. No, Net- Netflix have been, has been doing this with a lot of their series. They've been clipping out like the musical numbers and coming out with its own independent series. That way, you don't. I guess you can just. Have it on autoplay on your phone or on your TV or whatever, and you know the kids are going to mm-hmm. be entertained for a half an hour. Gotcha. But seriously, like on this, the, there's like a Super Monsters one of this. Yeah, and each each like part, each song is like seriously thirty seconds long. Okay. And there was one day Violet was just watching this. She was just watching Super Monsters, or so I thought. And I was like, "Wow, that's." I was listening from the other room. And I was like, "That's a very convoluted plot." I mean, it was Christmas five seconds ago. And now we're already talking about Halloween again. And it just, it's just like, oh, it's, she's actually just listening or watching each one of the musical numbers, and they seriously are just 20 to 30 seconds long. Okay. And true, they're a little bit longer. Like some of the musical numbers go for maybe a minute, but still, we're not talking like music video linked stuff here. This isn't My Little Pony, which I'd be fine with that. Like if My Little Pony's wanted to cut out every single musical episode or musical part of their episode, I'd watch that. But for these little things, I just, I don't know. It it seems like a ploy to kind of like pad their catalog a little bit. Maybe. Kind of like how back with like Amazon, you know, how they used to break up If Violet's watching it, that means that there's somebody watching it. Yes. No, there are are kids watching YouTube and watching the stupidest things on autoplay right now. It just happens, you know. It doesn't mean that they need to be there. I mean, Violet watched it, but it's because she just saw Super Monsters and she clicked on it. She literally can't read. It's just a picture on a screen. Okay. But anyway, True Tunes, she'll probably watch some of that. That'll probably be fun. Uh, any other telev- television stuff coming out streaming-wise? Um, so, uh, Hulu has another Into the Dark episode. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Culture Shock. 
Um, so this is 4th of July? 4th of July. comes out on the 4th of July, yeah. Fair enough. I need to start watching some of these. They're, they're horror series. They're, yeah, they're I know that. <laughs> I know it's not my thing, but I, I'm impressed with this. I, I think this is a really cool concept. Um, especially when it comes to streaming. Um, to just have stuff like this come out. I definitely wouldn't go see the th- things like this in the theater. I'd never consider that. But the fact that it's on a streaming pa- platform... Yeah, I, I I might actually check like one of these out. Just kind of see how it is. I have see some friends kind that. Of well, we have some mutual friends even that are that are into horror. I think would enjoy this kind of thing if they they probably knew if it existed. And oh sure, yeah, they, I've got I've got a lot of friends out there that really love anything Halloween related, horror related. Yeah, and they should listen to our podcast and they'd learn about. I know everybody is losing out. You know what? Actually, here's a funny little anecdote. I I might have told you this, um, but Sarah was talking about something with one of her coworkers about like a movie, and she was all like, "Oh yeah, my husband was talking about that. He actually has a podcast where he talks about stuff." And the coworker's like, "Oh cool, what's the name of his podcast?" Because he was interested, in, and he's like, "Maybe I should check it out." And she's like, "I really don't know." <laughs> I have no clue what the name of his podcast is. I was like, Sarah, drop the ball. Oh, also, your your coworker should not listen to our. Oh, podcast. it's like like that episode of Bob's Burgers. You've seen that episode with the Torpedo Jones and the the and Jeans and the wins the mascot race. And he's yes, it's yes. all like you can buy burgers like this at my bet at my dad's burger shop. And uh, like, what's the, what's name, the name of the name burger of... shop? And he's like, uh, you hear him yelling, Bob's Burgers. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, like, you should have you should have heard like from your like from her pocket, like on the phone uh, or no, something. No, I'm sure. You I'm sure like, because of your mind, because of your mind meld with my wife and everything, you were having a seizure on the floor. Going, <laughs> Made him on the show. Made him on the Made him on the show. So yeah, we can't. Even my wife doesn't know the name of our yeah of our podcast. So how often does Becca listen? Becca doesn't listen. Yeah, so we're we're not even good at getting our loved ones <laughs> to kind of tune in. But like, um, I, I've actually had a couple of people uh, like ask me. They're like, like in the last week or so, have been all like, "So, what's this podcast you do?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some people out there that it's like they might actually check out the podcast at least once. Yeah. But do I want them to do that? <laughs> Do they need to know about True John talking about, you know, how shitty True Tunes is? Like. And how much he loves My Little Ponies. I, I just don't know <laughs> if I need people to know this. What, what I normally tell people is that I, I was like, it's about it's about TV and movies and, and we have no listeners. <laughs> yes. Yes, we have a series of bots that download our thing. That's it. Yes. But um, I don't know. I, I tell people that it's 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 mostly for your kids, for when they get older and they want to hear you, and you're dead and they want to hear you talk. Yes, exactly. ZZ, Violet, this is your father speaking from the afterlife. <laughs> Don't fucking watch A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Save yourselves. This is your father talking from the grave. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't let your children talk you into this. It's not worth it. It killed your father. Avenge me. Avenge me. Avenge me. 
That's funny. All right, and I'm back. All right. I'm a zombie. So moving on, we got some traditional TV. Yeah, after my death. Thanks for moving on so quickly, Gino. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, NBC has a show called Bring the Funny. It's a, it's a competition. It's a comedy competition show. You've got, like, stand-up comedians, but then you've also got, like, uh, comedy improv troops and uh, um, variety show kind of acts and... Things okay. like that. That um, sounds interesting. Yeah. It's kind of funny how variety shows kind of come in and out. Yeah. Like, this is like a America's Got Talent of funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. It could be okay. And uh, CBS has Love Island, which, um, like, it's a bunch of people put it on an island a bunch of singles put on an island and like every couple days they're forced to couple up. Okay. And, um, and then like, I guess people get voted off or something and then like the, they vote a winner at the, like the, like, you know, the nation votes a winner. Okay. Uh, like a winning couple at the end. Fair enough. It's a, there's a UK show that's, the same idea that they're just bringing over here. Okay, yeah. But Why not? I don't know. Yeah, it's not anything too important, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything I would tune in for, but I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people who like that kind of stuff, so it yeah. obviously makes money, so... Uh, so I'm not going to judge. I don't judge. So yeah, like that's it as far as like new TV goes. Uh, Stranger Things is back on the fourth. Okay, I'm just I don't know. I don't think I'm going to watch Stranger Things anymore. Okay, yeah. Like I I think the first season was excellent. It was just perfect. It was fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. Um, but the second season, it I don't think it built on much of anything. Uh, the kid, the acting actually is all fine. It was all fine. I just don't think that it actually needed to exist. Like it, it was perfectly serviceable. It gave fans what they wanted. It was entertaining. Good characters. Good acting. Good writing. It just wasn't. It didn't blow me away. I just yeah. And they've they've greenlit the series for I think five or six seasons. No, is what I think it's only four. Them. I think there's only it's one more many. season after it's, this. Yeah, it's three. It's three too many. It's three too many. But, That's uh, just what I'm saying. I don't know. I haven't watched any of the trailers or anything for it either. I'm aware. I was aware that it was coming, but I, I probably, yeah. I'm not going to. I think Sarah's done with it as well. If she feels really interested, I'll probably sit down and watch it. But if she's burnt, then there's there's no reason for me to come back to it. Yeah. Unless somebody unless somebody reaches out to. Me. To listen to this podcast or is watching it currently, if they reach out to me, it's like, oh, it got so good by season three. But I just really think it's on a downward fall. And yeah, if you if you watch it and you think it's good enough to watch, send us an email at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Yeah, just let us know. If you really think that it's worth watching, let or if you think it's not worth watching, confirm my right. you know, theory. Let us know. If you're a bot um, that listens to our podcast, send us an email. Yes. If you're able to click that cat chat and create yes. a, <laughs> an email, 
<laughs> just do that and send an email to us. We'd love to hear from you. We will give you a shout out, Tap Chat Bot 6000. <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, have you heard about the promotion that Netflix and the Stranger Things is doing with Coke? No. Uh, oh, yes, actually, I have. They're bringing back new Coke, right? Yes. For a limited run. Like, they're, have, they're putting out, like, upside-down Coke machines. Okay. And um, they'll have new Coke in it, and uh, the cans are free. Wow, those are going to go real quick. Yeah, they are. Like it's literally the first guy, unless they have, like, a time limit or something. They, they probably have, like, uh, you probably have to, like, put in information or something to... Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Or you can order them on the website. You can order the Stranger Things collection kit for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. And so it comes I with two cans fan. of new Coke. And then, Just like... two cans, yep, really? And then two bottles, like, glass bottles of uh, one of regular Coke and one of Coke Zero. Um... Like glass, okay. like Stranger Things special bottles. Uh, if you're a super fan, yeah, that's that sounds like an excellent deal. That Free shipping. Like excellent... And the thing is, <laughs> I actually would, you know, I, I think if I saw New Coke at the grocery store, I'd probably swing by and pick some up. Just yep. To try. Yep. Because I, I do actually, I think I remember having it. I'm not sure. Like, when uh, did New Coke finally finish its run? 85. 85. So it's possible. It's possible. Maybe. That, you know. <laughs> There was a couple cans jangling around Indiana that I had when I was really young. When you were really young, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't think that, I don't think I had, I'm interested in it. I'm like, is it bad? Like, how bad is it? Is it worse than diet or or any of those other things? They could put it in a freestyle machine. I don't think it would taste any different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm interested to see, like, how... Everybody lost their minds over. Oh no, they've changed Coke. Right. This just I mean, makes I me want a Coke. We need to move on. That's <laughs> true. That's true. I had a Coke at a baseball game today. <laughs> Woohoo! All and right. Actually, I had a I had a Coke and I had a Coke and rum. Oh my God! They've gotten me. <laughs> I've been septed. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Moving on from our overlords. Copa right. at coke.com. Um, see, there aren't any uh, English language streaming movies coming. Uh, everything's like foreign. Okay, which does um, not mean that they're bad. It just means Gino discounts them. Yeah, directly. no, it just means I don't want to watch something where the mouths don't match. And it's either that or you're reading subtitles. And either way, you I'm... literally are watching One Punch Man. Yeah, that's special though. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Do you know? Fair enough. And That's the only fun. reason I'm watching One Punch Man dubbed is, I mean, subbed is because it's not available dubbed. Yeah, that's, and, that's true. I, and I, I'd I already seen that. the first season dubbed. If if I had to watch the first season subbed, I would not be watching the second season. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They had to get you hooked with the first season. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. I do. I do prefer it actually dubbed, but that's because I'm heathen. All right. Um, so actually, like theater movies. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Spider-Man: Far From Home on the yeah, second. Going to see it. Going to see it. Looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, we've I got... think it looks really good. I think they're building a lot. I'm. 
really pr- proud of how Marvel has taken Spider-Man. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see, because this is the first, like, multiverse movie, you know. And we'll yeah, see I know. How they... Because is... it sounds like oh. they just... What's his face? Who's the Jake Gyllenhaal character? Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio, yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, I think technically he's Quentin Beck, which is, like, Mysterio's real name. Okay. Um, but I think this is... I think what it's going to work out, he's an actual... We're all expecting him to kind of be the villain. I think he's actually going to be the hero, and then a multiverse version of him is going to show up as the villain. Maybe no, no. The the I, I've I've read that the uh, he's a he's a hero from another multiverse that's trapped in this one. Yes, I, I I'm I'm aware of that too. But I'm thinking you're saying there's going to be that, another multiverse one of him. That's I a, think yes, the villain? there's going to be another one that's the villain. I think so. Okay. And he might kill himself or something along those lines. Or Spider-Man's going to travel to his his multiverse and all this kind of stuff. And they're going to... I think it's going to lead to a, a spinoff with the whole Into the Spider-Verse kind of a thing. I think the MCU is going for the multiple Spider-Men. I don't know about that. I I think so. I think we'll see multiple Spider-Men. Maybe. We will we will discuss this in two weeks. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll discuss it in two weeks. I mean... If uh, I'm trying to get the Twitter thing going, so I might at some people talk about it after I see it. Okay, at Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I'm gonna at him. I'm gonna at Jake <laughs> and ask him what the fuck, man. <laughs> what the fuck, Jake? What the fuck? And then he's gonna be all like, "I don't know, Media Monday show." <laughs> yes, he'll give us a nice shout out. Jake's a nice guy. He, he might actually do that. <laughs> He seems uh, like he smells good too. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, you. Can, I mean, like, he's no Ryan Reynolds, him. but. I mean, no, no. You feel? I get the feeling with Jake Dylan specifically. You walk up to him, he's going to be smelling good. He's going to hug you back, and he's going to let you just cry on his shoulder for a few <laughs> minutes. And then he's going to be like, "Well, I've got to go now. I'm sorry I couldn't spend more time with you." And it, and then I'll touch him on the shoulder and be like, "Thanks for that moment, Jake." And he'll be like, "That's okay." <laughs> And I'm not going to learn your name. And he's going to turn around and walk away. <laughs> yep. That seems right. That's that's Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the Jake Gyllenhaal I know. Now, this might be a multiverse Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. I mean, you know. <laughs> but out there somewhere is my Jake. Hashtag at my Jake. All right. So, uh, next movie... We've got uh, Midsummer, Midsommar. Is it Midsom- yeah, it's Midsommar, I think. I, which, I don't know. It's a horror film, which, yeah. uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Jordan Peele has said it's it's recreated the horror genre. Okay. Like, he said it's it's by far the best horror movie he's ever seen. Okay. So, you know, good for that. Yeah. I'm probably not going to see it. I'm probably not going to pick it in Fantasy Movie League. Because it's coming out at the same time as Spider-Man? Yeah, it's not going to compete, but it also depends on how cheap it is. I guess that's true. It may be the following week's, like, best performer. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But Spider-Verse, I think, or Spider-Man's going to have it. Far from home. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start calling it Spider-Verse. This is is now Spider-Verse. It's creating a new (laughs) Spider-Verse. Okay. Um... 
Then actually on the fifth, we've got uh, My Days of Mercy. I've not heard of this at all. Um, what is this? It has Ellen Page and uh, Kate Mara. Okay. Um, and uh, I I watched the trailer. It was a little hard to understand what was going on. It's like uh, it sounds like Ellen Page's dad is on death row, and they everybody's protesting them killing him. Okay. And and like Kate Mara's character is like and they're like the daughter of the warden or something and they end up like hooking up and so okay. she's like trying to hide the fact that she's the daughter of the guy but they're having a relationship I don't know. That's what okay. I kind of got from the trailer. I may be wrong, fair, like completely wrong. Fair enough. I think um, Ellen Page is an excellent actress. And Kate Mara, she's pretty good. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, the, the little blurbs are all, like, Ellen Page's best performance ever. Okay, fair enough. Did she produce this or something like that, too? Uh, I do not know. Okay. I know she's getting into, like, the production side of things. Is really, like, because like, she produced... Um, Oh, what's the Netflix series that she's in? Oh, uh, Umbrella um, Academy. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, she she produced that. Um, she is a producer in My Days of Mercy. Okay, so yeah, both her and Kate Mara are. Okay, fair enough. Good for them. Go women. All right, get out there. And then there's a movie called Phil. Okay, what's Phil about? Uh, is there something about Phil? It has um, what, what's his name? Greg Kinnear. So not Phil. Uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know Greg Kinnear. Everybody knows Greg Kinnear. Okay, he uh, directed this movie. Okay, good for him. And uh, it's the little blurb says a depressed dentist in a midlife crisis tries to learn why one of his happiest patients suddenly commits suicide, and a dark comedic adventure ensues. Okay, is and he like, also starring this? Yes, he does star in this. Okay, that's very that's very dark, but that sounds interesting. And like in the trailer, he's like trying to like infiltrate this these people's family to like learn okay. things about. Why this guy committed suicide. Okay. And, like, to do that, he, like, learns to speak with, like, a Greek accent. Okay. This, it, that sounds very interesting. This, this sounds, sounds like very much a black comedy. Yes. Yeah. I, I just remember watching, oh, what was it? The Greatest Dad, or it was Robin Williams and his son commit suicide. And it was very much like a very dark black comedy. Okay. And it was it was very interesting, but it was like there were not enough laughs to cover how dark it got. Because huh. in the concept of, I think it's like it might be. I think it's the greatest dad. But anyway, his son commits suicide, or his son dies of autoerotic asphyxiation. And his father, like, cleans up the mess and makes it look like a suicide. Like, writes a letter 
World's Greatest like, Dad. World's Greatest Dad, that's it. World's Greatest Dad. But he writes a letter, like a suicide note, to co- help cover it up. Okay. And everybody is so taken by his suicide note. Like, it reaches out and touches so many, like, kids in the class and, you know, out all over the, you know, the nation and everything. And so he produces, like, a journal or something like that that his son has written. And he's like, and Robin Williams in this is like a failed author. And so it's like him trying to get like his stuff out there and being on the coattails of his son's death. Okay. And it's just, it's, it's, it's very, it's very like draining, but it's, it's very interesting. Like it's a very interesting concept of a movie. And if you, you know. It it also gets a lot darker now that you know Robin Williams is dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And everything along those lines, but you know, it's just one of those things. Like, if you've got the fortitude to get through it and everything, I highly recommend. So wait, do it's you know just, who directed that movie? I have no idea. No. Bobcat Goldthwait. Really? Yep. He's a pretty good director. He's actually done a few other things too. Yeah, he directed and and wrote it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, but it's. It's a hard watch, especially now. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams is gone. Uh, and definitely if you, you know, if you have suicidal tendencies or anything, if anybody out there is listening that does, I don't think I'd necessarily recommend the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a very interesting one. And, you know, yeah. I, I recommend uh, it, but, you know, with a footnote. It makes me think of... Um... I don't know, I, I made a comment like years ago. I, I posted it on Facebook and it, it pops up in my my you know, my memories thing like every yeah, year. Your your yearly feed, yeah. Yeah, and uh it came up recently again about the the difference between like uh, like the only difference between like hanging yourself with like your belt and autoerotic asphyxia asphyxiation is whether or not your pants are down. Yes, up or down, yeah. And um, I like, but if you hang yourself with your belt, then you're likely your pants are going to fall down anyway. Yeah. But I think also there's going to be like a mess. <laughs> Depends on how far you get. That's true. That's true. I guess it's, 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 I guess how good you are at either the auto erotic or the asphyxiation part of it. Yes. I guess depending on which way you lean on that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we were talking about strangle boners here let's yep. move on let's move okay on. so that's that's for this first week uh the following week on the 12th we've got stuber i think that looks really funny it i does. like david batista and uh camille nangiani mm-hmm. i'm i'm excited uh, for that one i think it looks really funny and entertaining i probably will see this in theaters my, my dad buddy he he likes to see movies and everything and he was talking about this one it's like yeah i, I can get behind that um and what I think will make a fair amount of money just by how well they're advertising this, I think Crawl is going to make a fair amount of money. Yeah? You think so? I think so. I mean, it's... Like, I've it's seen a, the trailer for it once. It's an interesting concept for a trailer. It's... it's, And it's also very... It seems very empowering for, like, the girl. Like, it seems like she's a very competent character. Okay. I guess um, I don't quite understand what's going on in it. Like, like, I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, it's not Sharknado, it's it's Crocacane. Yeah, it's... it's okay, yeah, it's... <laughs> um, what what happens is she goes 
to get her to check on her dad as a hurricane is coming to their town or whatever and there's a crocodile or alligator or something i don't i don't know exactly right. what it is i think it's an alligator but anyway there's an alligator that his her dad like gets pulled into the crawl space and it's slowly starting to flood and everything and there's a bunch of crocodiles that start showing up and everything as the house continues to flood and they have to try and get out. Okay. So it's kind of like Jaws, but in a house. Okay. Like, instead of having a boat, you have a house. A house boat. They're going to need a bigger house. They're going to need a bigger house. <laughs> and, I don't know, it's... It doesn't necessarily look like it's written well, but it might still be good. For people who like that kind of monster of the week kind of thing. Um, I don't think it's got any of the humor that, like, Sharknado or anything has. I think it's supposed to be like a straight-up horror movie. Um, yeah. But it, still, it looks like it's a very much like a, you know, girl power kind of a thing where she's very competent and everything. And um, So, you know, I always look out for stuff like that because, like, well, when the girls get older and they're interested in horror movies, maybe I should check out some of this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's got also Forrest Whitaker. I think he plays the dad. Not Forrest Whitaker. What's his name? Barry Pepper? Those are two very different people. Yeah, it's it's a it's a white guy. Okay, then that's definitely yeah, not yeah. Forrest Whitaker. No, it's not Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> you know why I confuse them, and this is funny, and this is going to take us on a little bit of a tangent, is because of Battlefield Earth, the movie. Okay. And Barry Pepper is the guy that plays, like, the, the human guy. And Forrest Whitaker plays one of the Cyclos. And it's sad that I know what a Cyclo is and the fact that they have 11 fingers. You do love that movie. I love the book. Okay. I love the book. I have read the book a lot of times. <laughs> and I am disappointed with the Scientology movie that came out. Okay. Yeah. It's starring, like, nothing but Scientologists for the most part. It is a horrible movie. It is like a D-list movie with A-list movie actors. But but anyway, yeah. Uh, the book is really good. Highly recommend the book. Don't, okay. don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. But anyway, yeah. So I always mix up Forrest Whitaker and Barry Pepper. Because he lo- at the time when I saw the movie, I was like, oh, he looks like a Forrest. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So it's starring, I think, Barry Pepper as it the did, dad. Yeah. And I can't remember the actress that plays the girl. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have it up. Yeah. I I, I anyway. had it up to look up Barry Pepper, and then and then I closed it once I saw who. It was and there. also competing with it that week is the art of self defense. Yeah. Which I I don't know what it is about Jesse Eisenberg, but he just rubs me the wrong way, and it looks like one of the stupidest <laughs> damn movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I guess I'm, like Napoleon Dynamite level of stupid. Maybe. And maybe not quite that far of stupid, but it looks like just a stupid... And I just don't like those movies. I really don't know why. And Jesse Eisenberg is like a one-two punch of like, just don't fucking see this movie. I'm not going to ever see that movie. I don't care if people say it's the best movie ever. I'm never going to watch this movie. And it's about this guy who joins a karate class or a self-defense class and things get out of hand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, the movie Armstrong comes out that week as well. It's about uh, Neil. 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 Okay. There, there were only a couple. It's either Lance, Neil, or Stretch. Those are the three Armstrongs (laughs) that have made it into history. And it very well could have been Stretch. I could have been completely wrong. It could have been Stretch (laughs) three. And you know. Because that, that could be a thing. Might as well. Might as well reboot that. Make it into a movie. Yeah, we're going to do an entire movie. You know, 70 minutes on Stretch Armstrong. Um, Maybe it's... It may not have theatrical release. No, it hit theaters and on demand on okay. the 12th. Uh, it's, a, it's a documentary uh, with a voiceover by Harrison Ford. Okay. That could be interesting for all the space junkies out there. Yeah, which it's the what the the fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing. Is it? Did they ever get there? I can't remember what conspiracy theory. You know, whenever they faked now. it, at least. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we definitely have been doing them. I'm not. I'm not even going to joke about this. I'm done <laughs> with some of the conspiracy theories. We've made it to the goddamn moon. Yes. They, uh, yes, okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, those are Do the you know what you like coming to take out. counterpoint on this debate? No. Let's go ahead and change this. I'm good. Talking Traz with Gino and John, where we now talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> this one, this week, is going to be about the moon landing. John will take the, yes, we fucking landed on the moon. Gino will take the flat earther side. <laughs> I was going to go make completely off her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because you might as well. You might as well. And then next week, we'll talk about chemtrails and anti-vaccine. Okay. I'll, I'll make a note I, I of that. that in the... Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just cha- we're just changing the entire format of the show. Media Monday show is now where we're going to talk about mass BS hallucinations. <laughs> and we want to make a show of it. And yes, I'm one of the lizard people. All right. Cool. Who works with the Illuminati. And I am a big brother. So I guess I, guess I get it covered. That's bingo, isn't it? Yep. Cover all. Yep. Yep. I got it all. Nice. I win. All right. So uh, moving on. Uh, actually, for that week, I think Stuber is what... Actually, no. No, it's Spider-Man. 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 Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. It's going to carry over then for the Stuber. next week. If they, if they price Stuber up, like they priced yesterday, then you buy Stuber. Yeah, you go with Stuber, or maybe even Crawl if it's cheap enough. You, if you can go for a couple Spider-Man and fill up the rest with either Stuber or Crawl, go with that. I don't know, or maybe Midsommar. Maybe. Midsommar? Midsommar? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it depends on just how well it does this next week with Spider-Man, because it might carry over a, bit, a little bit with those horror things. If it truly is like a transformative horror movie. True. And it's able to carry over for the next week. It might be cheaper next week. But anyway, um, let's get into what we're watching. Yep. Um, we mentioned that I've been watching One Punch. Yeah. Uh, I'm an episode behind, so if you want to go ahead and spoil it for me, it's only fair. It's a good episode. Okay. Um, I, I saw it on Hulu. I was going to sit down and watch it, and I just didn't want to read subtitles. And so instead I watched Deadwood. 
It's all I watched a lot of Deadwood. This is this is very anime like in that not they don't really resolve anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Every episode is kind of like that now. Like, just, uh, like the last episode ended with uh, him being uh, uh, not him by him I mean uh, Garo is that his name? Yeah, the the human monster. Yes, being surrounded by like eight guys. Yeah, a bunch of heroes, and I think he finally was knocked out or something, wasn't he? Uh, he'd been shot by poison arrow. Yeah, yeah, he he was going down, I think. And, um, yeah. Do you do you want me to spoil it? I mean, I, it's only I I spoiled you. I mean, if you want to spoil it, you can. Like there, there's a point where he ends up fighting Genos. Okay. And I'm all like, and and by this point you've 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 gotten to like Garo, and I'm all like, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know which one of them I want to. I'm not okay with either of them losing. I, I the thing is Garo doesn't seem like he just seems like he hates heroes. It doesn't seem like he's actually like a monster. Right. And I think this is going to end with him eating the monster cell and becoming like a really powerful monster. I don't know, uh, maybe. Uh, or maybe, or maybe eating the monster cell and becoming a hero. You know, <laughs> like it can go either way. Yeah, I don't know because obviously, you know, Saitama has already like owned him twice, right? Like without even batting an eye. Like he's literally like no competition for him whatsoever. And it's also funny how King gets the win again. Because, like, the two or three episodes ago, Saitama and King are walking along. And when Garo wakes up, he's like, oh, I underestimated King's abilities. Yes. I didn't even see his punch coming. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get stronger. And it's just funny because King just constantly gets Saitama's credit. Like, his entire thing is based on Saitama doing things and him just yes. being in the right place at the right time. It's it's fantastic. Like he might have a superpower in the sense that he is super lucky. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. And and he's good at video games. No, he's really good at video games and he also likes the pervy video games as well. So that just makes him a very complex character. <laughs> Speaking of video games, like we we discussed this earlier like last week, uh but we have not discussed this on the podcast. Um there's a there's a one punch video game coming. Yeah, which makes this entire season make a lot more sense. Yeah, so gotta really give some background into all these extra characters. That way, you want to choose more than Saitama. Although the thing is, doesn't that video game just end with like you choose like your friend choosing Saitama and, and you winning in one punch? Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do all that. Unless it's gonna be like a fun sparring thing where Saitama is just playing around and you can build up like his ultimate you know, single regular punch win the match, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you have to defeat Saitama in the sparring match. Like, I just, I don't quite see this unless it is all the other people. Or they're just going to blow that out of the water and just be like, okay, we're going to just not have Saitama be one punch man. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I mentioned this to somebody and they were all like, well, you've got the Dragon Ball games where, um, what's his face? Always wins in Dragon Ball, but... Yeah, Goku always wins, yes. But the thing is, it takes 30 episodes for it to happen, yeah. so you can at least believe that he's struggling at some point. Yeah, I guess that's true. And Saitama literally has never struggled 
his entire career. Yeah. As a superhero. And so it's a different thing. It's a very different thing. Alright, uh, moving on to something else? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of Deadwood. I am almost done with the second season. And it's good. It's really good. I don't know if the third season is kind of where it goes down or what happens that kind of made it kind of cancel the season, the series. Right. I don't know. Um, but still, after that, I have the movie, which apparently wraps things up fantastically for the remaining cast of characters. Um, there's a lot less cocksuckers in season two. I have to say that. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more fucking. And the sense that there's not more sex... I mean, there's a fair amount of sex, but there's less fucking and more just using use use of the word fuck in its many various forms. Okay. Um, it's it's like they kind of got away from cocksucker and kind of went into fuck fucking. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's all really good. I really am invested with a bunch of these characters and a couple of the new characters that come up. Um, but. Yeah, apparently uh, Hitchcock was also in an episode in season one. I don't know whose character he was. I didn't recognize him. Um, But he was in that as well. And, like, a bunch of other people. Like, it just has this huge cast of people that later went on to become bigger people. It's it's really interesting. Um, But, yeah, I'm still thoroughly enjoying it. And probably after this, I'll probably go upstairs and watch the final episode of season two. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's it's making me a horrible person in the way that I'm thinking because I think of a lot of people as cocksuckers. <laughs> and well, I'm also are. thinking in a lot of vernacular that isn't quite accurate today standards. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's still thoroughly enjoying it. It kind of makes me want to go up to South Dakota, which I never don't. Th- I, I don't think I've ever said that before. <laughs> um, let's see. What else are you watching? Uh, so Becca has been watching, watched all of the, the first season of the new Charmed. Okay, yeah. So they they remade Charmed, and yeah, uh, it was on CW. And it's definitely a CW show. It's like, uh, it's got the same sort of feel as, like, uh, Riverdale. Okay. Um, but it's... Kind of like a gritty, angsty thing? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, but it's, it's okay. Um... Yeah. It's got a, it's kind of a Monster of the Week kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it was originally, if I remember. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the original religiously, but I would catch a few episodes here and there. I, I, I don't think I ever saw characters. the original, so... I it was really a bunch of very them. attractive women, and I was at a time where, you know, the inter- it was before t- the internet was really a thing, so... <laughs> I, I took things for what it was, and if I had to watch an entire, you know, 20-minute show to do it, then... So Fair be. enough. Um, so, yeah, so I watched some of that. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about it's Mr. Like Iglesias. It's like CW okay? Yeah, it like... it's like CW okay. Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, we talked about Mr. Iglesias as a new show last time. Yeah. Uh, watched like two or three episodes of that. It's yeah, kind of funny. Good. Okay, good. Because a lot of times when you have a comedic actor and they have their own show, 
and they have other people writing kind of their for them, like in their voice. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily actually doing the writing. Uh, something kind of gets lost. Like the Jeff Foxworthy show was one of them. Titus was one of them. Yeah. You know, just, Maybe. I, I don't know, just like, it's it's things that they're fine. They just kind of lose something that their stand-up act had, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a decent show. Okay. What is that on? Netflix. Oh, that Netflix? Okay. Um, I watched the first episode of Holy Moly. Okay. What, you, what was Holy Moly again? Holy Moly is the mini golf show uh, yeah. from Steph Curry. Okay, so how is it? Oh, man, is it dumb. Okay. <laughs> no, like, it's it's like the, the Wipeout show mixed okay. with golf. With, mixed with, with mini golf or is it golf? Mini golf. Okay, so some, like, Rue Goldberg-esque kind of contraptions that also might knock you into water? Uh, like... The first hole is like you got to go through two giant windmills to get to the green, and like the putting there is not hard, but walking through them is hard. And like each time the lady got hit by one, she lost a stroke. Okay, so it's an obstacle course meets mini golf. Yes, fair enough. But there were there were like weird little gimmicks to each hole. Yeah, uh, and I, it's I'm, a check that out. it's a competition thing. Like they they have round one, and it's 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 a head to head sort of thing for each hole. Um, okay. So you'll have like is it, two is people it timed as well. No, but okay. Uh, you'll have like two people doing like one hole, and then two people doing another hole, and then and then like round two will happen, and like the winners of those will go head to head to. And then you'll end up with a final round of three people. And we've we've said whole a lot in this episode. <laughs> um, we got we to watch out before we get censored. Okay. So yeah, so the can, can you use another word instead of whole. Course. Course. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, but that makes people think intercourse. Yeah. And so let's watch out for that. Let's watch out. We got to watch our fucking mouths. <laughs> After all, I did just say cocksucker like five times in a row. Alright. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was interesting, I guess. Um, and uh, so I watched that um, with the in-laws. Okay, with the in-laws. Nice. Yep. What'd they think of it? Uh they all went to bed, and Becca and I watched like the last part of it. Okay, fair they, enough. They went to bed in the middle of it. <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know there's a demographic for it. What was really interesting was like it started with with uh, with Steph Curry, like sitting there going, "I'm the best at mini golf," and and Becca's mom's all like, "Isn't he a basketball player?" And we looked at her like, how did you know that? <laughs> She's been following his career his entire life. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so that happened. Um, but that was Holy Moly. And okay. uh, uh, her her da- 
dad watches uh, Life in Pieces. Okay. And um, I watched like two episodes of that with him. And I used to Would watch you... that. Like I watched like the first two seasons of it. Yeah. And they're on like season four, and, and it's been canceled. So like they 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 have like a series finale. I watched like the two episodes before it. I didn't watch the last episode, but I may actually go back and watch more of it. Okay. There's it's a, it's a pretty good show. I was going to ask if you if that made you want to kind of go back and pick it up again. Yeah. Okay. I think it does. What what is that series again? What like what is the? Yeah, life in pieces. Uh, so it follows. It follows the short family, who there's like the grandma, and grandpa, and then there's um, three kids, and then their kids, and um, it, it tells uh, four short stories each episode. Okay. I think it's four. It might only be three. I think it's four. I can't remember. Okay, fair but enough. But, like, they're, they're usually connected in some way. Um, but it follows, like, yeah, like, different parts of the family. And it, it's, okay. they're, they're short stories because it's about the, the short family. The short family, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's got uh, Colin Hanks. Okay, yeah. And like from is he from NCIS or something like that? He's uh, he's from what Fargo, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else so. has he been I, I think in? We're talking about the same person. It's it's Tom Hanks' son. It looks like Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's half as nice of his dad, he's like a saint. Um, but it's got him, and it's got. Uh, it's got this, this one, like, uh, his wife in the show is, like, one of my favorite characters. Like, she's very, she's the, she's not part of the short family. She's married in, and she's very, like, I don't know why I put up with this family's bullshit kind of character. <laughs> okay, kind of a thing, yeah. And, and it's great. Um, I don't know, like, the, the show's pretty good. Uh, he was in Jumanji. Like, okay. Uh, Welcome to the jungle. Uh, Life of pieces. Um, drunk history. Okay. Um, Fargo. Vacation. Um, let's see what else. Bad teacher. Key and pill. NCIS. Okay. A uh, bunch of movies. Like he's very consistent actor. Yeah. He was in Dexter. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Robot Chicken. I can keep going. I'll oh, just yeah, stop. Like, I, this show's pretty good. I, mean, I, yeah, I think yeah. I may watch more of it. Like, I may I go mean, back and rewatch season two and then go from there. Um, But that's as far as TV goes for me. Okay, I just watched a bunch of Deadwood. I mean, I've watched a few things with the kids, but I've not—I've not been home. I've had actually a busy week. I've been on the road last okay. weekend and basically doing stuff all weekend this weekend. So I've not had too much time for television. Um, I watched uh, Into the Spider Verse again on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, 
and it's good. It's it's still really good. I've seen it officially three times, two times in theaters, and one time just, you know, at my house. I've got that in 3D, and I keep meaning to watch it on the on the Oculus. Nice. Yeah, it'd, it'd probably be really good like that. And I, I just haven't gotten around to doing it. Although I guess I could see, like, there's some scenes that make you motion sick with that. Yeah, maybe. Um, but anyway, yes, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, I still hold fast that it is by far and away the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Okay. Like, it's better than anything that Marvel's done. It's better than any of the Tobey Maguire stuff. It's better than the animated series. All of that. It's it's just excellent. Like, through and through. It's just, it's just phenomenal. It's and incredibly well done. For anyone listening, it is on Netflix now. It is, yeah. It's, it's available on Netflix, so if you've got your... Netflix subscription or you have a friend that has a Netflix subscription or a brother that has a Netflix subscription <laughs> just go ahead and check it out it's definitely worth it it's well worth the time um, but yeah uh, I wouldn't be surprised if like an animated series or if they just have a spinoff series for each one of the spider people yeah um, it's just it's just phenomenal like and I watched it also with Sarah and I was watching it with like parent eyes because I'm like, oh, the girls could probably watch this. And there's too many questions and there's a bit too much violence. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to watch it with the girls. No. But I would actually consider uh, it being one of their first. What's it? Is it rated PG-13? No, it's just PG. Okay. And it's mostly because of violence. But, like, they talk about puberty, so I'd have to explain puberty. And, okay. Uh, yeah, there's just, there's just <laughs> a lot of conversations that I don't want to have to have. <laughs> in order to watch this Spider-Man movie with my kids. Um, ZZ maybe in like a few years. Maybe when she's like 10 or something. Okay. I could probably go for that. But I think that she's just personally too young for it. Yeah. Um, I watched the new Dumbo movie. How was it? It's Tim Burton's Dumbo, right? Yep. Um, is it a Tim Burton movie or is it like a Disney movie? Uh, I suppose it's somewhere in the middle. Okay, kind of uh, like Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it may actually be better than the original Dumbo movie, but that's not... I mean, the, it's not, not aged very well. I mean, right. it's got a lot of racism and a few horrible scenes, so... Right. So... That's a low yeah, bar the new to, one is, to cross. I mean, that's why they okay. came out with it. They can't re-release the, the animated one without censoring it a lot, so it makes sense they just made a new one. Yeah. And it was it was okay. Fair enough. Um, um, I don't think you should like watch it with your kids or anything. But also fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, I we also watched uh, most of the Sound of Music. Most of day, with with the kids, yeah. Well, we stopped it right before the Nazis show up, like like in force. Okay. And yeah, we watched it. And the thing is, I was very surprised by how many musical numbers ZZ kind of recognized. I mean, at seven okay. years old, she knew um, the one they play at Christmas, you know. Yeah. That song. Um, favorite knew, Things. Yeah, yeah, Favorite Things. That's it. Um, she also knew. Um, oh. She oh, the, the the good the goodbye song, you know. Oh, okay. So long farewell. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, you 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 sing that one pretty frequently, I'm sure. 
Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, uh, I swear I've heard you you and Sarah sing it. I'm sure. I'm sure. At some point. Um, and also the Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do song. Yeah. Know? Like, she, she knew that. And I think she actually learned that in her music class or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I was, I was surprised. And, you know, they were enjoying it and everything. But there was a lot of questions that came along with, like, what's a telegram? And what the fuck's a nun? <laughs> and so I was like... I don't need to explain Nazis and why they're bad. Yeah. You know, we, we explain like why Captain Von Trapp is like a good guy and how he doesn't want these people to be in his country. And so we got, a, we got just past the intermission. We got just before they got married and all of that. And so we were all like, the kids were tired and we planned on going to bed anyway. And unless they bring it up, we probably won't finish watching the movie and it's going to probably be fine. Yeah. So, uh, I was mentioning uh, the show, I'm Sorry. Uh, there, there's an episode where, like, she shows the sound of music to her daughter and then has to explain what Nazis are and and then explains what Hitler is. And and then she's afraid of Hitler. She's like, Hitler's in my closet. And, yeah, and then yeah. has to explain that. She's like, Hitler's not real, but... I mean, Hitler is real, but yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a conversation that's it's it's a difficult one to have with a seven year old, and yeah. an impossible one to have with a four year old. So, yep, it's it's just one of those things. But the thing is, is that in cinema, it's it's very interesting how often Nazis and nuns go toe to toe, and thanks to history, nuns always win every time. Like, it's very, very interesting how often they get the, you know, they get the upper hand on Nazis. And how many times it's literally Nazis versus nuns. Not like the Catholic Church. Not like a monastery. It's specifically nuns. <laughs> it's really surprising. You have anything that takes place, you know, in the 1930s that involved nuns. You're going you're gonna to know one thing. The nuns are going to, like, make fools of all the Nazis. In- yeah. So but yeah, so I watched most of the Sound of Music, Into the Spider Verse, and a lot of Deadwood. I'm I'm tapped. Anything else you watched? Uh, I watched um, last night the movie Little. Okay, um, which one is that one? That's the one where uh, the it's it's uh, it's a black lady movie where like she's like big. Like head of a company oh. and gets turned little. Yes, yes. Has yes, personal growth, and and then yeah, he's no yeah, longer it's, little. It's literally the concept of big, but in reverse, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think you could have left race out of it. Well, no. Like, like she's like the the head of a company that um is working on like programs and apps and things and. One of the things they're working on is like a an assistant kind of thing called Homegirl, okay. and it's all like Homegirl, play me some jams, and like I don't know, there's that, and I don't know, it's um I don't know, there's 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 a lot of references to, to tokenism, the, yeah, I guess, yeah, I think we are both like. 
nine shades too light to have these kinds of conversations. <laughs> but yes, no, I remember you talking about it. Was it any good? Uh, it was okay. Um, I was working like, is on... There, like, is there a uh, reason to watch this one over Big? Um, I haven't watched Big in a while, so I don't... Okay, fair I enough. Don't know. Fair. Um, I, I, I mean, think I literally watched Big, like, this year. You did, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not too long ago I've rewatched Big again. So I think I watch that probably every couple of years. Um but I mean this is much more like modern day and Yeah, yeah. It sounds like the same thing as like uh what is it? Uh, 13 going on 30, uh 17 again. Yeah. Freaky Friday. It just, you know, uh what was the one with Bruce Willis? Like the kid Okay. It's where, like, a version of himself shows up. It's him, like, as a kid. Yeah. He's disappointed with the adult that he's become. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was, I think it was a Disney thing or Buena Vista or something like that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's just things where people get some sort of a curse or something and they become different to see things from a different side. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, walk a mile in someone else's shoes kind of a thing. Um Jason, what's his name? Jason Biggs? No, uh, Jason Bateman uh, okay. and Ryan Reynolds. The the switch up. Yeah, you know the the go getter single guy and the yeah yeah uh, married man kind of a thing. And yeah yeah, so it, it just seems like along those lines where it's it, it falls under all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, is it good? Like funny? I assume it was. Funny. It was fairly funny. Um, yeah. I was I was working on a on a project while I was watching it, so I was a little distracted. But it, what I saw was pretty good. Okay, fair enough. Did Becca like it, or was it your parents? That's a lot. Uh, we it was me and Becca and her mom watching it, and okay, did her mom like it? Um. Maybe. I, I, Maybe I don't know. She didn't like complain about it, so okay, fair I suppose. That's that's glowing recommendation. Becca's mom did not disapprove. Did not disapprove. Alright, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, I think we're getting close to a tight ninety. Yeah. We're at like an hour uh, thirty five actually. Nice. <laughs> Nice. And this was a very short docket. We didn't have yeah. anything to talk about. It's amazing how it always works out to an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so you can find us at Media Monday Show on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at me. I think we're also Media Monday Show. Yeah, I think so. Actually, we have two because I created a second one. <laughs> so there's like Media Monday Show and there's also... Maybe the Media Monday show? I can't remember what I did. I was like, how the fuck is Media Monday show taken? Not knowing. Oh, Gino created it. Yes. Uh, but you can also find us at wherever you find your podcast. I, I, obviously, if, you've listened, if you're listening to this, you know where, you to, know find where to find us. Yes. You know, you know where to find us. Uh, you can join our Fantasy Movie League. The league is Media Monday show, and the password is... Gino, capital G, lowercase E N O. You don't have to spell the uppercase or the lowercase. It's like uh, at work when we try to do like phonetics for people and they're trying to type in Charlie. Yes. They're like, how do you spell Charlie? 
was like, oh. Anyway. Yeah. Or password uppercase, all lowercase. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> figure out how many attempts it's going to take you to figure that one out. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll see you in, in uh, two weeks. Yeah, thank you for episode thirty nine. Have a good Fourth of July and bye bye bye.